Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Lily Allen Duenas. Together, we'll talk about the world of yoga and we'll talk to people from around the world. I wanted to let you all know that I'll be teaching yoga online this year. Classes will be live streamed and also available on demand. I have $15 coupons to send to new students. If you click the link in my show notes or head on over to my website, wildyogatribe.com, you'll find everything you need. I would love if you could join me for a class to help you feel centered, refreshed, and filled with ease. Ready to dive into the show? Let's get started. Namaste, family. Welcome back to the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. Today, I'm joined by Sove Vat from Cambodia. She's a yoga teacher from Cambodia and teaches yoga in the city, the capital city of Phnom Penh. She taught yoga at the Azahar Foundation in Cambodia for four years, and she now works as a freelance yoga teacher. She teaches vinyasa flow yoga and has spent many hours teaching yoga to children in rural Cambodia. So please join me in welcoming Sove onto the show. Thank you for being here, Sove. Thank you, Lily, for inviting me to your program. Yeah, I'm really excited. Me too. So let's start off by just you first telling us how you first um, came to know of yoga. How did you first get introduced to yoga? The first time that I practiced yoga in 2015. At that time, I'm, I'm not really interested practicing yoga because like I'm going to the club because of my team. I joined one program and the program offered a yoga class. Yeah, so I joined the class. And I'm not really interested at the first time because like after class, I feel a little bit dizzy and exhausted. So I think that I'm not fit like with the yoga. And later on in 2017, I, I go back to yoga class again. And after class, I feel a little bit dizzy again and again. And one week later, I feel much more better and better. So I keep continue practicing yoga until 2018. And I feel like my knee and my back were healed. And I feel more healthier and strong. So I'm interested to, to join the yoga teacher training in the 2018. Great. So I wanted to ask, how does yoga make you feel? Yeah, well, yoga is to make me more healthy and strong. And also, I was an uh, injury on my left knee when I was young. And also, I uh, a little bit back pain. So after I do the yoga, it feels like more, uh, like not hurt anymore. Yeah. And does yoga change anything for you in terms of your confidence or your happiness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoga, like, bring me a new person. I do that. I build self-confidence that I can speak in the public area, that I could lead the student in the class, stay, like, stand in front of the many people. And yoga also bring me to be a compassion. We learn a lot from the yoga. And also, yoga can bring me more pension so I can see that my personality grow up. 
Yes, yoga definitely teaches patience. It's amazing how it changes so much about how we perceive the world and other people and having that compassion as well. So, Sove, I love that you've spent so much time teaching yoga to children in rural Cambodia. It's amazing. Can you tell us more about it? When I work in the yoga and as a economic program, so that program is like I I go to take the children in the rural area. So yeah, we take in Takai province in Cambodia that like they it's like from uh, far away from the city, so they really don't know what is the yoga and yeah, the condition of the living also really hard for them. So for me, I think that I I bring the yoga to the kid, to the adult there, to make them feel more relaxed, to make them know the way how to relieve the stress. So so the program is not focusing only the, the the yoga, but also the education as well. How did the children react to learning yoga? They really happy because like during the practice they have fun because like we teach like in the kid yoga, so we include like animal poses, like downward facing dog, crocodile pose, and many poses that make them happy and have fun. What ages were you generally teaching? We have uh, five years old to 11 and from 13 to uh, 16. We have two groups. Yeah. And they really enjoy the, the class. Because they never have no yoga before and they don't know what is the yoga. So we try to explain them and we try to, to make them more understanding about the yoga. Because like the yoga is not like only the, the fitness or the exercise, but the yoga can heal them, can make them strong and both physical and mental health. So if they've never heard of yoga before, were they weren't scared to try it or really confused about it? Did they make jokes or uh, did they just listen to you and treat it more like a exercise? Yeah, the kid group, we, we really had to control <laughs> because, yeah, because they really excited and some, they really, they really not like listen, but we try to shape them in the group. And because like they just like the teacher, I want to to do yoga. I want to do yoga. Sometimes they don't understand what is the yoga, but we try to explain them. And then it like it really hard for the the first time we meet. Later on, they really understand and easy going, and they yes yeah, start to listen and practice yoga in the group. That's really sweet. I've taught yoga before too hundreds of 12-year-olds, 11-year-olds, 13-year-olds, but I've never taught to kids so young as five. Do you prefer the younger group or the older group? Which one do you like more? From my experience, adult group is more easier because they can listen me to during the the class. But for me, I like the kid group. I recall like it's not easy, but from my experience, we know the way how to control, how to shape them. So it's easy for me now. So yeah, I prefer the kid girl. 
it makes me also make me have fun and joy. Yeah, so much smiling and laughing yeah. and and it's it, very sweet. So Sove in Cambodia is yoga popular? Not yoga is not popular in Cambodia. I mean Cambodia people because some Cambodian people still think about that yoga is just only the exercise, just uh, focusing about the fitness and body shape. They don't know deeper about the yoga. And the teacher very challenging with some other people who not really understand about the yoga. So during the class, when the student uh, come to the class, the teacher uh, try really try to explain. So we, we don't force them, but we just like... Include theory, include the mantra to make them feel more calm and released. Are they usually seeking an exercise, do you think? Or are they looking for a way to remove their stress? Some Cambodian people, they come to really stress because they know much more about the yoga. And some not. So it really hurts the teacher and for the teacher to convince with the student. Okay. And how do you, if somebody, you meet them and you tell them, I'm a yoga teacher, what do they say? How do they react when you tell them that? <laughs> yeah, of course, some of my friends, they said, oh my God, why you become a yoga teacher? Yeah, because in the university, we learn a different skill. So after finish the university, I become a yoga teacher. Yeah, they also surprised. But after, you know, after during the lockdown or the COVID-19, yeah, yoga is very, uh, very important one that they need. So they just chat to me how to practice yoga and how to do the yoga to relieve your back pain, to, to help the digestion system. Yeah, so I feel proud since the time. Oh, that's great. So a lot of your friends have and family, they, they've tried yoga now? Yeah, yeah. My my sister also practicing yoga. Okay. So if you're if you had the ability to get every Khmer to come to one of your yoga classes, what would be like the most important thing for them to learn? Or what would you be so excited to teach them? But the Cambodian student come to my class. I don't talk anything about yoga so much because like I just wait and see and then I just light the, the incense and play the mantra to make them release. Okay. And then, yeah, after class, I, I talk to them about the mantra because like some mantra is also the, the heal people. So the first time I'm really excited they listen to me and also ask me about the mantra so the mantra title. So yeah, it really happy to share with them. And I, I think that oh they they might engage with the yoga much more than before. Okay, that's great. And when you practice yoga, do you practice it sometimes when you know that you feel really stressed or you're feeling strong emotions, do you say, oh, sit down and meditate, or I need to get on my yoga mat and practice yoga? If you do that, and if you do, how do you feel before and after? Before, like, when after class, after doing yoga, I feel like 
relax, feel more energy before practice yoga. I feel stiff. I feel like when I feel not good, I just like sing a lot. But when I go to the mat, I can release all that thing. And after class could make me like feel more relaxed and feel more energy. You can say, I can say that like it could release or make me calm down. Me too. I definitely feel that way, Sove. What is your definition of yoga? When someone asks you to explain, wait, what is yoga? What do you say to them? Yeah, normally when I learn the yoga, they have like theory, yoga is yoga or a union. But for me, when someone asks me that, I just like yoga. It's a way of my life. It's like a life full of happiness, a life full of connection between my mind, body, and spirit. And yoga also is the best medicine for me that could heal my ailment with that side effect. And Sove, how has yoga changed your life? Yoga can bring me opportunity to can support myself. I can like yoga is a, a skill that I could earn some income to support myself. And also the the yoga is also like kind of work that really made me happy. No stress, no pressure. If you weren't teaching yoga, if you weren't a yoga teacher, what do you think you'd be doing? During uh, university, I'm studying like international relations. And during uni- university, I also work like in the company, also in at NGO. Yes. So after that, after I finished the school, I, I keep working uh, in the NGO. Yeah. And then I stopped working that and I, I interested to work with Asahavantation at the time. And then I have a chance to join the teacher training. So at the time, I dropped the work. Are you happy with that choice? Yeah, yeah, sure. Wonderful. And so if some of our listeners want to find you on social media, where's the best place to do that? Is that Facebook? So Facebook is the the, the best way for me, yeah. Great. I will put a link to your Facebook page in the show notes, wherever you're listening to podcasts, as well as on my website, wildyogatribe.com. So you can say hello to Sobe on Facebook. And Sove, I think you're also into crystals. Is that right? Because I'm a yoga teacher and um, I'm heard about the chakra and also we have the chakra stone. Really love the, the chakra crystal. And then I start to like to buy it. And, and then later and later, I also like to make them a business to sell, to make like a, a small shop to sell like the crystal. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Sove, for joining me on the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. It has been so fun to be with you today. Thank you, Lily. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. My conversation with Sove Vath A yoga teacher from Cambodia was so sweet and special as she told us stories about teaching yoga to children in rural Cambodia. 
I hope that this conversation made you smile as we talked more about the Cambodian people and how yoga can be a source of stillness, patience, and compassion. Thank you for the gift of your attention today. If you feel called, please share this episode with someone who you think could benefit from it. Leaving a review would also be so appreciated. Also, I hope you can join me for yoga classes live streamed and on demand on Moxie, a new platform where I'm hosting classes. To take advantage of those $15 off coupons available for new students, the links are in the show notes as well as on my website, wildyogatribe.com. I'll see you on the mat. And as always, be well, dear one, be well. Be well.